You're listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Dad. Uh, this is a podcast where me, Daniel McCormick, and my friend, Larry Robinson. Hello. We get together. We hang out around his Yeti microphone in the uh, upstairs area of his house. We talk about the highs and lows of being dads and uh, try to find some humor and hopefully some practical wisdom in doing so. I'm going to turn it over to Larry for a minute to talk about why we've been away. Uh, just basic scheduling around him. I'm always free. <laughs> well, hey, I um, <laughs> I have had some things come up over the weekends, and that that is uh, sometimes a problem. But we, we kind of tossed around the idea of using overscheduling as our topic of the week, but we kind of moved away from it because I think it's somebody something that everybody can uh, uh, relate to these days. I'm pretty much slave to my wife and kids' schedule. I do not have a schedule. Yeah. Every time I have a plan, it's because my wife plans something for me to do. So, yeah. Well, and, and sometimes I feel like a schedule takes on a life of its own. It's not just one thing that one person makes. It's just the thing that everyone obeys. You know, um, once once the things get going, they feel like they, um, they start having mastery over your life. We uh, have enjoyed doing the podcast. We're glad to be back this week. We're going to move on to something that I think affects a lot of parents, certainly dads, moms, um, godparents, uncles, aunts grandparents, everybody in this new technological age of ours is uh, how do you mediate the cell phone use? How do you introduce cell phones? How do you um, make sure that they are effective communication tools and don't destroy the lives of your children? <laughs> so Larry, what, what do you got to say about that? I'm technically against anybody under the age really of I say, if you can't drive, why do you need a cell phone? If I got to carry you everywhere, I already know where you are, where you should be. So you should, should not need a cell phone. I, if you want to talk to your friends, you know, write them a letter. Send them <laughs> to school. Smoke signals, uh, carrier pigeons, whatever they can use. Now you try to introduce smoking to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> now, I um, I kind of agree. Uh, I've, I've heard different recommendations from different people, but... Uh, I know I've kind of vaguely thought that certainly like 14 would be like a young age that I would like a threshold age for, for some of these kinds of handheld devices. But I also know that in trying to set up um, some healthy boundaries for my kids, that it's kind of uh, going against the grain of some of the expectations that they develop uh, with their friends and that you see with other families. So as our kids see other kids starting to adopt cell phones in their life, what do we do? I just hate getting asked the question because it comes up. I want to say at least if not every week, every other week of, can they have a phone because such and such has a phone? I don't care what they have. You're not <laughs> getting one. All right. Let's, let's practice that. Okay. So I'm going to be a child and you can be the parent. All right. All right. You ready? You go. I already did my part. Now. <laughs> okay. Larry, I, I got to have a cell phone, right? Why? You, because everyone does. Okay. And so I need one. Why? Uh, if I want to be, uh, you know, close to these people, they're my friends. I've got to be using the same thing they're if using. They're your friends that understand that you don't have to have a cell phone to be a friend. How about I get left behind? Left behind how? Well, you know, everyone the same as you. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like, I'll never know what's going on. I'll never know what's happening. I'll, I'll be behind on everything. 
but y'all don't hang out at the school anyway. So what's going to be left at home? But I, I could I can use it for homework. I can use it for school. You can use my phone. You already use my phone for homework. No, but I could use it even more. Like this this one kind of phone. I'm sure it's great for school. But you have a Kindle. I have like four computers here that you can get on the internet with. So. I, but maybe we could just trade those in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Is this too true to life? <laughs> Trade my computers in for one phone. I would rather build my. I have actually offered this. I told them I would rather build them their own computer versus me getting them a phone. So there you go. That's that's the maxim of of correct and redirect, right? Like if if there's a, a I bad choice, because I love to build them. So yeah, yeah. So you, like, rather than do that thing you want, we're gonna do the thing that's better, and I'll help you to direct that energy in that. That new direction, right? Um, well, then either the whole texting, whether it's be on the computer or phone, whatever, that falls into that whole that private conversation. It's like I'm already not involved in your life, and these so many hours of the day that you're with your friends and you're having these conversations that, for all I know, might be a little above you, too wrong for you to be having. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that. But then when you have a whole another medium for that, you have your the cell phone and their email and texting, whatever they're in their little chat rooms or yeah. even in those games where they have chats built into the game, they're having a whole side conversation and yeah. everything. And it's just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, it's bad enough. I don't know what you're doing at school and talking about and everything that you keep hitting from me. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to tell me everything, but I feel like I'm enabling that secrecy by giving you a cell phone. Cause yeah. then when I was like, let me see your cell phone. It's going to be like, why? And that is a conversation that will just like, make me snap right there like, <laughs> why i paid for it that's why i paid a bill on it that's well why. and and i care about you right <laughs> yes that, that's in there that's behind the scenes anger is up front right now because <laughs> you have questioned me so anger comes up front to respond i i heard a child psychologist once say that having like unmediated access to smartphones among kids who are like you know teens preteens, uh is like having a lock-in like a, a church or a school function without any adult supervision right and that like now, all of the all of the bad things that could possibly happen under those circumstances could happen with the kids except that it's going to have a permanent record mm -hmm. like whatever they do is now going to be out there and people can talk about it and use it forever and so that's a fun anxiety to have <laughs> um and this is like you know that whole what is it um if you go looking for trouble you'll find trouble and that's yeah. just that's right. If they were like either reading their diary, reading their text messages, going back through any little conversations they've had is like, if I go looking for it, I'm definitely going to find something. Yeah. But it all depends on how they acted on it. And like, you know, I, you're going to have to read it all the way through to see how they responded to it. Yeah. Now, if they're trying to set up these little secret meets and everything, you find that they did meet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're grounded. Uh -huh. Your phone, uh -huh. you're coming straight home every day. You're not going to anything else. So you're you're talking about using the the tools that they've got already, the Kindles, the right. the kind of like tablet devices. It's already possible for them to have some direct communication. And if it's kind of shady and behind the scenes, then they're going to be breaking some trust, and there would have to be consequences. Right. I I kind of think that's that's something I struggle with because you know I think your the first reaction you have as a parent is to protect. Like you want your child to be okay. You don't want them to go off the rails, you know? And at the same time, um, like if, if we're always the, the engineer of the, the, um, the train on that railroad track, 
uh, they're not getting the chance to develop the skills that they need to make the choices they need to, you know, in life. And so in like a, in a staged way, I mean, you don't want to give them all responsibility all at once, but they got to have some trust given to them. And I kind of, that's another thing that's hard to figure is like, especially with like communications through tablets or smartphones or whatever is how much trust do you extend initially, you know, and like once that trust, if it's ever broken, what would the consequences of that be? You know? Well, with, uh, as far as going on with all technology, as far as giving them cell phones and tablets and everything, let's say I, I give you this trust. Here you go. Here's your first cell phone. Mm-hmm. I feel like and then, then of course, you know, they're going to ask for Can I have a Facebook? Can I have mm-hmm. an Instagram? You know, all this other stuff gets added. Everybody's online. got it. And slowly you so and so's got it. Everybody's got it. So slowly you like give them these little, you think you're giving them freedoms. I trust you. They trust me. Yeah. And they say, you know, they're posting something stupid. And then you're sitting right there yelling at them. This is the exact reason I didn't want to give you this. <laughs> you got to be reactionary. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like you, I, mean, I tell my kid, like, don't take the cup in there because it doesn't have a lid on it. You're going to sit it on a table and I know you're going to knock it over. You know, sure enough, they go in there, sit the cup on the table, knock it over. And I got to clean all that up. <laughs> so if I, I just I would just rather not deal with that this early in, in a stage because like I said, it's a it's just a gateway. It's like, okay, here's the phone. Yeah. Now you want this social media app. Now you want this social media app. Yeah. And, and you're gonna deny for so long, but it, like I said, eventually they're just like, okay, I'm gonna make me an account, I'm gonna give it a false name, and I will only log in via the web browser, and then they're gonna do it in incognito mode so it doesn't save anything. Sure. I haven't done these things. I'm just <laughs> saying I know how kids <laughs> sneak around. <laughs> That's right. You know some tricks, right? So I think I, of everything we probably that, just as parents, think of everything you did as a kid that your parents do not know about. And if they found out back then, how much trouble you would have been. Sure. Or, and, you know, that's... things are easier, well, easier to hide back then because you didn't have the cell phones with the cameras recording, posting on social media. That's right. You know, even if you don't record it, some other friend or somebody else off in the distance might be recording you doing something stupid. And the, the technology divide that existed between our parents and us and between us and our children is different. Because, you know, we grew up in a time where I really think like, I know my parents did not know how to use the PC well. You know, they did not know how to use the internet well, how to use different forms of, you know, internet communication well. And we had things like, you know, instant messenger programs. We had chat rooms. We had, um, you know, I remember, you know, the very beginnings of texting and all of that kind of stuff. But, um, but I think there was a lot of, of just absolute ignorance on the side of our parents. We're, I think, a bit more savvy. It's certainly like our kids can always have a leg up on us because they might not always think they have a leg up on us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they might know the newest thing and the newest workarounds and they might, you know, whatever. But I do think that we're going to have a more commonly shared experience. We will remember what it was like to have been savvy kids with technology. Um, so one thing to, to point out too, is there are some anxieties I think you feel as a parent with, with your child having kind of unrestricted use of some sort of communication device with their friends. That's one thing. But another thing is just the whole wide world. You know, it's not just your friends. It's also like, like you were bringing up the idea of like playing a game and it having like some chat function within it. That's another anxiety too, is like, there's probably lots of Weirdos. cool friends that they could make, but yeah, lots of weirdos that could be trolling around in those places. So what do you do about that? You got to tell them, well, just like when I let Eden play a game here and I'm like, don't go into the chats. 
Don't yeah. talk to anybody. If anybody say anything to you, keep on moving. You know. Well, I'm gonna. Or I'm gonna play. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> I said so. The ultimate parent answer. <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> it well that or I'll even go in there and just completely disable chat altogether with yeah. the program itself. So just set it up for success. Like I can. I told you not to do it, but just to be safe. Yeah. You're not, you're not gonna be able to do it. So. Yeah. No. I think. I think the, that well, maximum of <laughs> the, the, the proverb of setting someone up for success is a good one. Like if you can define the parameters in advance for someone to succeed or thrive rather than to react to it after some, something's broken or gone wrong, it's much better to do. Um, but I do think that there's going to be a curiosity on the part of our kids as to why. And, and one thing that I'm real sensitive to like is that but it's just the nature i think of any person i mean it doesn't matter what age you are that if you know that life has wrapped you in a certain boundary like you're going to press that boundary you know they're gonna, you're going to look at, and it's not going to be like just a will it's not just mischief it's not just like some bad thing it is just something about like the character of most people that if you know where the edges of my life are, you're going to go over there and you're going to like take a pinky finger and see how far you can push over it just to see if you can expand your boundaries a little bit. And I think kids do that more than anybody because their boundaries are smaller and their experience is less and they don't know why there's a wall there, you know? <laughs> For your safety. Yeah. Why? So working to, to it, it, I think there is, some ways in which we have to give them tools so that when they hit the wall, they understand why it's there. And as the boundaries do grow, they're more capable of dealing with the new stuff. Like there's going to have to come a time. I mean, our kids are going to become whatever the age is where we finally entrust them with like a cell phone and they're going to have to, we can drive you the job. You can have a phone. <laughs> there you go. But that day will as come. As I'm not hauling you around. That's when you can get a phone. But that day will still come. And you'll probably still be paying that bill. And there's still a lot of these same arguments you could make. And there might be some of the same behavior. So we got to. That already gets to a time where she has to constantly ride with her friend. Okay. Yeah. Now you can have a phone because uh, I don't know about your friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's another way. I'm you know, sure they'll get around. You know, everybody had the mischievous friend. You know, yeah. may have been it. I don't know. But you always had that friend that was about. You know, take you like, like you want to go down the street. I can't, I, I can't go past that pole right there. Yeah, Come on, man, it'd be all right. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah. So you're always gonna have that friend that's gonna, you know, like you said, push that boundary, pull them over yeah. there. So that's another thing you gotta watch out for. The, the, I don't know if you want to call it mischievous, but that friend that pushes your buttons more so. <laughs> I, I would call it like the pioneering spirit of children. Yeah. <laughs> they want to. They want to see where they can go. And and so like whenever the day comes, whenever the day comes, when our kids get some of the things that can be like a window to a world of information and experience and also like a window into a world of, you know, terrible social interactions or people who would prey upon them. Like we've got to figure some way that we help to equip them so that they are capable too. Yeah. We got to be preparing them for their increasing independence. And that, I think, is is harder than drawing the boundaries in the first place, too. You know, and that's an ever changing ground. So it's, there's no definite 
this is what you will do. So yeah, especially with every kid, all of them are different. I don't know who's going to be my harder fight, the oldest or the youngest, but I'm ready for both of them. I gotta <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's another dynamic too. We got multiple kids, so the rules that we make for one. The other will internalize and think those are the rules. And where we break those rules for the younger, it'll cause resentment for the older. Yeah. So you you made me do this and that, and she gets to do whatever. I you always know, for my sister. Oh, our parent, you know, they were always uh, more leaning on you. I'm just like, I didn't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I didn't. The one few times I did go out, I was like, I called, you know, hey, I'm going to be late. You know, I would call. I didn't just show up late. You yeah. Know, I asked for permission to stay out later. So. Yeah. Maybe I knew how to trade the grass. You know? <laughs> well, so maybe, maybe all these, these uh, things we're talking about, like on our first children, they're going to be getting cell phones when they're like 16 yeah, years old. Well, both of mine are girls. So your oldest yeah. is a girl. So she, boys, uh, from what I hear, boys always get treated a lot. They give a lot more leads. With more laxity. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> boys will be boys. You know? Yeah. So, Hi, girls are the princesses. They got to take care. I yeah. don't like princesses. Uh -huh. honest, I can tell you that right now. I'm mean. <laughs> <laughs> because you care. You because you love. So you're growing those 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 capabilities for independence right there. I definitely want my girls to be independent. I don't want them to depend on anybody for anything that they can do themselves. Well, I'd, and two, you know, like you see it in your kids. You see like their gifts and their talents and the things that they can do. And that they do have certain kinds of boundaries put on them. And I'm not talking about cell phones now, but just like in their lives, like if they get everything catered, you know, they don't ever have to overextend themselves. They never get to learn what they are capable of, what now, they can do. I tell everybody, my two daughters are exact opposites. I do have an independent and I do have a codependent. <laughs> I have one that will wake up in the middle of the night, get her own cup of water, get her a snack. Yeah. Go back to bed and watch TV yeah. at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> she She's living her own life. Right. Yeah. She and, but the other one will like come in the bedroom, wake me up. Yeah. I'm thirsty. Yeah. Go get your cup of water, man. What you telling me for? <laughs> so, okay. Uh, applying that to our considerations of cell phones, that may have some bearing, you know? Like the way in which we introduce the use of this technology, maybe we ought to consider those ways in which they relate to people. If one is more dependent on relationships and help and one is more independent, we can know that going in. We can kind of like if we're trying to set them up for success. I think that's different, though, because both so? of my girls also have Kindles and they each one just if whatever, let's put it, whatever gateway I open on the Kindle form, like say I, at one point I had all like web access blocked. You could yeah. only watch like. Anything that I put on it, that's all you can watch. Well, then yeah. I eventually gave one like a little bit more freedom on the web access. Yeah. Next thing I know, she on YouTube. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. And YouTube <laughs> and is like a wasteland. Yeah. And then the <laughs> one follows suit. So it's like I had to, you know, dial it back. Okay. Yeah. I will give you Netflix. We will keep it on kids. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Do not go ahead into my profile. <laughs> and and I know this is deviating from the, the theme of cell phones. This could, could be a whole episode to itself, but it drives me nuts that at this point in time, like at this day and age, Netflix does not have more parental options. Like you got kids, which is a really changeable thing. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm sure you've noticed this too. Like Netflix will monitor your child's like aging uh, viewing habits and will kind of adapt to it mm -hmm. spontaneously or like on the fly, it'll be uh, adapting to it. But there's no way to go in under the hood and define like, hey, these are the kinds of programs that, I'd like my kid to be exposed to. And these are the kinds that 
I'd prefer not, you know? Well, that's one thing I like about like the uh, Kindle free time. You can scale the age on there. Yeah. That way they're not getting every single app under the sun for a kid from age like two to 13. Or well, and Amazon is sensitive to it. I, I appreciate Amazon being sensitive to it. I don't think Netflix is. They got kids profile <laughs> and well, adult profile. Pretty much give like, if you go through this, through the trouble of it, you have to give each child their own very own profile. That way, yeah. whatever they watch is catered to them. Yeah. Like you can still give like uh be a profile and she watches it. It's still on the kids, but you just change the name and then when yeah. she starts watching it, it'll cater to her. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure is like the the almost like kind of preteenish type stuff. Yeah. And a lot of because that's how mine like he is. So uh and then Waverly, man, she's just like all over the board <laughs> what she watches. So. Uh-huh. No, that's that's great. So um to, to try to, to recap some thoughts on cell phones. I think um, the both of us, because of our concern and care for our children, we would certainly fall on the side of caution uh, in, in selecting, you know, the, the ages that things would be introduced, um, you know, trying to be careful about our own past experiences and using technology as young people to know that like, hey, you know, we'll try to slip through any crack that you could uh, throw up there. Um, but at the same time, like to moderate some of our own caution, uh, so that like, we're trying to figure what's most suited to our children and to help them as they're growing, uh, to have the tools they need, uh, to, to deal with technology and to deal with other parts of life too. Um, so what do you think? Is that a good recap? I can't think of anything scarier than my child being on the internet alone. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, I know there's pretty, pretty a lot more out there. I mean, like we used to have like cable. You couldn't yeah. watch cable TV at a certain time. You know, certain yeah. stuff came on. You, yeah. Don't turn this. Don't turn the Cinemax after nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, it's like Cinemax all the time. Yes. Everywhere. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it is scary. Uh, one thing that occurred to me just at one moment in the conversation today, I was thinking like, it would be great if with all of the fellow parents and like your kids class and on their like sports teams and in their activities, if you could like pass around like a sign up sheet and have some like general agreement that you guys are going to be on the same like basic page about certain things related to technology. So yes. that when, when like your kids start saying, Oh, well, so-and-so does this or that, you can oh, be like, really? no, no, let me bring out my contracts here. <laughs> Yeah. Says they do not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what she says. That's not happening. Well, I, I think that we've got some more experience, you know, with the use of technology in our own lives than our parents' generation did. And that prepares us in some ways. But in some ways, too, it just makes us more anxious because we kind of know what the challenges are and the pitfalls are. And I think that still uh, families, parents are trying to figure out how to, to mediate this. Because there is so much good and there's it's almost unavoidable if you're living in, you know, a world like ours, but how you use it in a in a way that's uh, for their health and well-being and doesn't lead them into scary places. Uh, it's it's still something I think everybody's figuring out. And it's um, only going to get murkier as mm-hmm. things advance. So. Yeah. Just be prepared, y'all. Now, if it's you coming. guys, if you guys know, have any answers, if you have the answer with a capital A, <laughs> what to do? Uh, Larry and I were joking about how we've created like a, you know, email account and some social media accounts, and we've kind of generally referenced them in these first two episodes. 
uh, you are welcome to use them. <laughs> we will try to be a little bit more on it when it comes to checking them for response. We have no expectations, but we would love to hear the answer to uh, cell phone problems uh, and, and all that comes with it. Maybe so. we can add to the metadata somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. And so, Larry, uh, next time uh, we're going to have a very special episode. Uh, can you give our listeners a little bit of a preview of what that'll be about? I just got some stories to tell. It's uh, I guess you could say it's going to be a mini episode. It's a story about one of my nieces and changing a tire. And oh my gosh, every little tidbit that I'm going to tell you about this story, you're going to ask, what? Why? Huh? <laughs> That's going to be your exact reaction. I predict that right now as I tell that story. That will be the name of the, the mini episode. What? Huh? Why? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, for for uh, the good, the bad, and the dead, this is Daniel and Larry signing off. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>